Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. In studio, Mike Cavanaugh, head hockey coach at the University of Connecticut. And, you know, somebody, to be quite honest, I've followed for a long, long time, going back, you know, Division three athlete, Division one coach for years and years and years, and then became a head coach and done just such a great job. First of all, thanks for coming in. Thanks, Brian, for having me today. So you got a game. Uh, let's talk about this year. I have a bunch of stuff I want to talk about. I want to talk about the team, the the new family ice forum, yeah. and then I want to talk about the impact of the portal and NIL, and a, a little bit more about yourself because people like to know about about you. Um, you're a couple games in, you know, just you know, right around 500. Uh, how do you like the team? How good can you be? I like the team a lot. I think uh, we have the potential to be really good. You know, I think sometimes. Uh, especially in our sport, the results aren't always indicative of how your team is playing. And I've been really happy with the way we've played. And just about every game we've played, we've outshot the opponent and had a possession time has been in our favor. Uh, just sometimes the puck doesn't go in the net. And that we were struggling with that. We finally broke out in our last game. You know, we had 69 shots on net. And, what? Yeah, and won 5 nothing. So... Hopefully that's uh, the straw that breaks the camel's back. You know, you're at UMass Lowell tonight, and then <clears throat> tomorrow you're at the XL Center at 4 o'clock. It's a home-and-home home with you, Lowell. And, I, you know, I just checked out the tickets. I mean, you can go through, you know, whatever you, you want to choose. But if you go to the schedule page on UConn Hockey, you can get tickets. You can have it for 20 bucks. I mean, it's Listen, you have this beautiful new ice arena. You have this relationship you want to draw from Hartford. Is it hard for the kids to go to Hartford and play the games? No, I don't think so at all. It would be interesting because this is the first time we'll have played in Hartford since we opened the Toscano, and uh, the Toscano is fantastic. It's, uh, it really is a special place, and I encourage everybody to go up there and take in a game Can there. you get a ticket? I mean, it's like 2300 You can get a ticket, yeah. I mean, season tickets are sold out, but they do put single-game tickets on sale uh, every week before the games. So there's they're limited, but how many season tickets did they sell? Oh God! I mean, uh, I mean, how much? It holds extra? about with standing room. It probably holds r- roughly around three thousand. Oh, it so, does go that high. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so, I, so I mean, how many did you sell? Like two thousand? So, yeah, yeah, about that. That's whatever, a- whatever went on sale sold. So it was. Uh, but I'm excited to go back to the XL too. We've have, I've had great memories at that rink. I think it's uh, especially when we get a good crowd in there. It's a lot of energy. Uh, it was built for hockey. It was. Yep. It's really steep, so I, I love the uh, sight lines in there and the energy that the building 
brings during the game. So it'll be fun to go down there. And I think it's nice to – I think we're playing six games there, including the tournament, the Connecticut tournament this year. So well, it should be fun. Well, if people want to – listen, if you want basketball and hockey to continue to play at the XL, go. It's 20 bucks. I mean, I my son's got football in the morning. I might go myself. I mean, I just think – you know, you have to support it. I'm curious about the the family, the Toscano Family Ice Center. Three thousand is perfect, and it reminds me like just thinking about like a Princeton or whatever. Like five hundred people, even if you drew that five hundred, would make a huge difference because it's so small. Did you have input into any of the stuff, whether it's size or locker rooms or that kind of thing? I had a lot of input in the locker rooms. Uh, you know, we have a beautiful club room there. It was something that I had seen when I was out at Notre Dame. I was uh, very adamant that we needed that, I think. And it, it has doubled as a uh, function space for a lot of other sports hmm. and different things on campus. It's beautiful, you know, glass windows that overlook the whole campus. There's a fireplace up there. It's nice. It's really great room. And for our donors, there's 150 seats up there, and those are all sold out hmm. uh, up in that room. So I had some input <clears throat> when it came to that. I really didn't have input on the size of the rink. Uh hindsight's always 2020. I'm really glad that the rink was built, but what I didn't, what I underestimated was the demand from the students. You, know, so you thought those, maybe it could have been five or six and, and well, I don't know if we were five or six, but 3,500, I yeah. think because, uh, you know, we have 500 student tickets that go on sale and they're gone in 15 and minutes. It's hard to turn them away. I mean, that's hard to turn them away. Right. You could have a thousand for easy. sure. Yeah, I think yeah. we could have a thousand easy, but you know, there's always room to expand in the future. And, and for right now, it's uh, it's fantastic. Have you noticed a difference already with recruiting? No question. There there are kids that never would have recruit uh, stepped Consider. foot on our campus yeah. that are now, uh, you know, interested in seeing the you know coming. You know, we, we only have I got like a minute here. I'm curious the the change in perception for UConn. It you could say it's the building or some of this. When did it turn where kids were looking at you that maybe before they wouldn't have looked at you? When did Pro- you have probably. You know, when we went to the finals in the in the Garden, the Hockey East finals, I think, and it was a pretty, you know, we've only been in the league nine or I think maybe this is our 10th year in the league when the league's been going on for 40 years. So uh, it was pretty impressive that we got there so quick. And I think that's when people started taking us seriously. And are you stealing kids from BC, BU, Northeastern? Yeah, I don't know if stealing's the right word, but we're competitive with those schools now for different players. Uh yeah, and we've gone head-to-head with them, and we've won some battles, and obviously you're going to lose some battles. Yeah. Now, listen, we're talking with Mike Cavanaugh, head hockey coach at the University of Connecticut. They play tonight at UMass Lowell, then at the XL Center tomorrow at 4 p.m. If you just go to the UConn Athletic site, go to the team, go to the schedule, the ticket link there is is right there. All right, we're here with Coach Cavanaugh, uh, who is playing at UMass Lowell tonight. Do they fill it their barn, too? They will. They'll get a great crowd up there. They've, uh, they've been a very successful program over the last 15 years, so... They'll have a good crowd. Well, the only comp I saw was they swept Colgate. I think you split with – oh, you tied and you beat Colgate. So, I mean, how do you match up? You know, very – we we match up with pretty similar teams. Uh, And they play both – both play pretty stringent, tough defense, uh, have decent special teams. We've had – I think if you've gone back and looked at the last 15 games against them, I want to say – 11 or 12 have been one-goal games. It's just been a really tight uh, rivalry for us. So you're there tonight and then tomorrow, 4 p.m. at the XL Center. Is that How hard is that for the kids to go night, day, 
bus, back, sleep. I mean, that's kind of tough. Yeah, it's not so bad. When you think about the Hartford Wolfpack, they all, you know, want to play at the next level. You know, they're going Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday at 5 o'clock. So they're playing 3-3 three and three at that level. So for us, you know, the kids, it's, it's not that big of a deal, especially in our league where it's pretty much a bus league. It's not far. It's only an hour and a half, I think, up to Lowell for us. So we'll come right back after the game. We'll stay at the hotel right, you know, the Hilton connected to the XL. Oh, you will? Yeah, tonight. And then uh, get up in the morning and get ready for the game. I also know that when I ask you about going back, you know, you played a little bit before me. Uh, at Bowdoin, and I, we were both in the NESCAC, and when we get off the bus, we'd stretch a little, and then we just play, and you, it really was a disadvantage. But like the way you guys warm up now, I always see guys used to be hacky sack, then it became soccer. I see some even playing football. Like you really do different things to get the legs going on the road. I mean, when did that change? Well, we have a strength coach that warms them up, you know. So what? A cha- I laughed because last week we were up at Union, and I was telling our guys that. Our trip when I was in college was Hamilton Union. Oh, that's a brutal trip. We would leave Bowdoin on Friday morning at 9 and get to Hamilton probably about 3.30 before the game and just get out. You know, you'd have a box lunch on the bus and turkey sandwich, play the game, (laughs) and then afterwards get on the bus and drive to uh, Union to, to play the next one. So. It was just, that's just the way it was. It was a different ball game. You know, you, you start off at like what? Mid '90s at Bowling Green with with Jerry York, yeah, early before, '90s, early yeah. '90s. Before you went to BC and spent a long time with with Coach York, who was a Hall of Famer, incredible coach, and and man, I met him a couple of times. And before coming here to the University of Connecticut, how has the game, the game, and the athlete changed? Let's, let's just say thirty years. How has it changed at the D one level? You know, I think. Parts of the game haven't changed at all. It's still a game where if, if you're going to win more puck battles than the other team, you're, you're most likely going to win. Um, I think where the game has changed a lot is two things. One is film. So there's so much video now that teams really have a great understanding of how the other team's going to play. And two are the goaltenders. I was just watching the uh, Hockey East final from, <clears throat> excuse me, um, I think it was 1988. <clears throat> It was on uh, Nesson the other night, and to see what the goalies wore back yeah. then compared to what they're wearing now and how they played, I think that's the biggest issue. Like the, the goalies are so much better, and the equipment is so much better today. That style has changed That where you take away the bottom of the net and you got to really go upstairs, and it's hard to do that. Yeah, uh, I don't like it. I mean, I know it's the reality, yeah, but no. like the, all the goalies, if you don't know hockey, all the goalies now basically go down on their knees. It's called butterfly, and they challenge you to win up top. And basically, if you're one-on-one with a goalie with a shot, it's almost impossible to beat him. You have to make the move side to side yeah. and get it up top. And it's really difficult to score goals. It is. And, and uh, like you've seen, I think that's the biggest change. Hmm. But you know the players, people ask me that all the time. The way they live their life changes, but human nature doesn't change. You still have the same makeup usually on every team. There's always that unsung hero. There's always that kid that wants to score goals and he's consumed by points. And there's always that great, you know, team leaders. I think that doesn't change. I just think the way they live their lives changes, obviously. The the whole pay to play thing and you know, you from North Andover, I don't know if you played for like the North Shore Raiders or whatever, or if you came up through yeah. pu- pu- hockey. I don't know what you did. I, I just played youth hockey. Right. That doesn't town. happen anymore, right? No, That's an impossible really. story. And now, because I've coached some J V hockey, the numbers of people basically people get to a certain age and if they're not on track, they quit. 
right? The numbers of players, once you get to a certain, it, there just isn't the numbers. And, and I'm just curious about, you know, how you view the way the youth system works. I've asked you about the, the you know, the, the junior stuff. I don't want to get into that, but in some ways it's a little sad that kids are sort of forced to quit if they don't have a path. Yeah. The only place I think where it still exists is in Minnesota, where the high school, you grow up and you play for your town, and, and that's really important. Uh, it used to be that way in Massachusetts when I played. Like, there were, I mean, I had Stephen Hines and Eddie Ronan both played in the National Hockey League, and they just grew up playing town hockey and played for the high school. You yeah, know? well, Barrasso uh, for Acton oh, Box Pro. Bobby Corkum yep. played at Triton. We played against him. Like, it was, that's just what you did. And uh, unfortunately, that's changed. Uh, and I don't think that's great. I, I think that's for the worse. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, and you got to move along with the times. Yeah, I, we don't have so little time here. I, I want to ask you we're talking with Mike Cavanaugh, head hockey coach at the University of Connecticut. Again, they play tonight at UMass Lowell, tomorrow at the XL Center at 4 p.m., and you just go to the UConn athletic site and you can look at it. 20 bucks. 20 bucks to get in, and you can guarantee yourself a, a really good view of some great hockey. The portal and NIL, you know, we've talked a lot, we focus so much on basketball and to some degree football here in Connecticut. What does it impact you? Uh, not as much right now, and quite frankly, my my thoughts on it is I don't think that the NIL is sustainable. I really don't. I think it's at some point, you know, I think college professors are going to be more inclined to hit their donors up for new buildings and uh, academic research and scholarships is where it's, I think the money should go. I think kids getting a uh, free education, and they're getting money on top of that <clears throat> cost of a living attendance, you know, which we never got in the past, it, it is a lot. Are there hockey teams doing like football <clears throat> where some donors are pooling millions and using it to I, recruit kids? Listen, I think NIL is good from this standpoint. Kids should get paid on their name, image, and likeness, but it shouldn't be up to the college to go find those deals for the kid. That's up to the kid. If the kid wants to do Instagram posts for WTIC and you want to pay him, great. Right. That's they should get paid for that. If they sell a jersey with a kid's name on it, they should get a portion of that. I have no problem with that. But donors just flat out giving money to pay for a kid to come to school. Yeah. I, I don't think that's is right. that happening in hockey though. Uh I, I don't know. Notre Dame. I think it's it not like... happening at UConn hockey. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough topic. I understand, but it it it. It's bleeding into all the sports, and I, I do I do love the fact that you go into a team store and buy a jersey of a kid, and he gets a portion. Yeah, of that. I love fine. that idea. I think it's a really good idea. Um, I just also want you know want to ask you uh, in terms of your path. I mean, I, we talked about you you went to public high school in Massachusetts and you played D three hockey, and you became a D one coach, and you were here you know with a great program at the University of Connecticut. Um, was that hard? Was it difficult? Because a lot of times, like a D1 guy, you play D1, you know everybody. Like, was it difficult for you to do that? Or was it just hooking up with York? Was it just a great, just rode the wave? Yeah, I um, was fortunate. You know, I went to Bowdoin because I wanted to play two sports. So You played football, too. I played yeah. football and hockey there, and, and it was great. I loved it. And my hockey coach, Terry Mahar, had played at BU. And uh, he had worked for Bill O'Flaherty out at Clarkson who was Jerry York's first assistant, Bill O'Flaherty. So he had a connection to Jerry York, and uh, he was the one who kind of hooked me up with Jerry, and I went out to Bowling Green, and really I just went out there to get a, a master's degree. And get, and get going. And get going and see where it took uh, took me, and then Jerry says, hey, I think you're pretty good at this, and he got me a job at Dartmouth College, 
And then when he got to BC, I went to BC uh, with him. So that's kind of how it started. It was organic. It wasn't planned. And, uh, you know, it's just all worked out. Well, listen, congrats on the success. Uh, Good luck this weekend. And we'll we'll be staying on top of the team. And we really appreciate the time. Mike Cavanaugh, uh, head men's hockey coach at UConn. Brian, thanks for having me in. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.